gospel reading on this third day of the week of Easter is from the 21st chapter of John. It is not typically an Easter Sunday morning reading. It is um, more often than not the second or third week of Easter, but we get it tonight. Dr. Gaffney selected verses 4 through 14 from this reading. I've expanded on the front end and back end of that to include verses 1 all the way through 19. So that's what we'll be hearing this evening. So let us listen again for what the Spirit is saying to the church. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And they said to him, we will go with you. They went out, they got in the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Now we're picking up with Gaffney's translation of the text starting here. Now when morning came, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, do you have any fish prepared? And they answered him, no. And then he said to them, cast the net to the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it and they were not able to drag it in because of the abundance of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Messiah. And when Simon Peter heard that it was the Messiah, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and threw himself into the sea. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm going to put my clothes on and jump into the water, whatever. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only 200 cubits, or about 100 yards away. As soon as they turned back to the land, they saw a fire there with fish laid over it and bread. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to land full of large fish, 153. And with so many, the net was not torn. And Jesus said to them, come and eat. Now, none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Messiah. Jesus came and took bread and gave it to them. He did the same with the fish. Now this was the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Apparently I printed on both sides of the paper tonight, so oops. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to go fasten your own belt and go wherever you wish, but when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. And this he said to him, follow me. Friends, the gospel of our Lord, praise to you, O Christ. Sorry, that's one we don't know in here as much. Well, happy Easter. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got, that was my old UCC days, actually, where I 
God, the, 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 yeah, the gospel of our Lord, praise to you, O Christ. That was UC, first UCC congregation. Is the response, yeah. So, sorry, we've like never done that before, and I just said it like everyone was supposed to dive right in. Put your clothes back on and dive right in. <laughs> so we are, we are here this evening quite literally because Christ is risen. And in fact, we're here every Tuesday night, and people are in churches around the globe every Sunday because Christ is risen. Without Easter, there is no church. Without Easter, there is no PSC. More so than Christmas, more than Pentecost, which if you even know that Pentecost exists, you already know this. Easter is the church's, and Haley, correct me when I say this incorrectly, raison d'etre. Very good. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> I feel hurt by the way you said yeah. That is French for reason for existence. Now, I did not know that Easter was the church's reason for existence prior to my seminary studies, which is a shame because I was pretty involved in churchy things and churchy places, and that is a fairly significant piece of the puzzle to have missed for 26 years or however long it was. But I didn't know it, and I assume that I am not alone in having missed that part. Were there other people who did not know that Easter is the beginning of the church. It's what brings the church into existence. There's at least one who can make me feel a little bit less silly here. Thank you. Um, so for this Easter Tuesday sermon, my hope is to speak as, as clearly as I am able about this community's reason for existence, its aims and hopes in doing what we do in the ways that we do it, um, because it is easy, I think, in all of the complexity of a community like this, or probably like just about any church, for that one foundational identity to get a little blurry from time to time. And when that happens, the question of who belongs in a place like this, who the PSC is intended to serve, can also get a little bit blurry. Um, and I want to avoid any confusion or anxiety right at the top. Our tagline is not changing. The PSC is and always has been, and at least as long as Haley and I are in charge of things around here, will continue to be a community of belonging for all students. And all really does mean all. There is no category of student who does not or who cannot belong at the PSC. And in the four years that I have been here, the observation has been made at least once each year that, and this is a student speaking, I as XYZ identity don't feel like the ministry is really for me. I don't feel like I actually belong. I know you say community belonging for all students, and I fall into that category, but I don't feel like I belong here. And regardless of what XYZ is for any of those people, if someone who wants to belong is somehow made to feel like they don't, then we are failing to meet that primary objective as it is distilled in our little short tagline. And we're going to come back to that later, um, whether it's even possible. <laughs> we might come back to it mainly in fourth word, whether it's possible to perfectly fulfill such an objective. But tonight I want to start with the observation that the objective is not the identity. The objective of the ministry is not the definition of the ministry. See, the PSC is not adequately defined by that tagline. It's not adequately defined by saying we're a community belonging for all students. That is what we hope, 
It's what we intend to cultivate. But there is a more fundamental identity to the PSC, which lies beneath and gives rise to that objective. And so a bit of history might be in order. 82 years ago, a group of people who believed that God raised the crucified Jesus from the dead, a group of people who believed that that spiritual historical reality makes the single most consequential difference in this world and in our lives, founded what was then called the Westminster House to be a community and to be a place through which that Easter faith would take on flesh again on this campus. It was that Easter faith that compelled the ministers and students who were here in the 60s to make this place a welcome haven for the heroic black students who first integrated the university. It was that Easter faith which compelled another generation of students to protest the American imperialism of the Vietnam War. It was that Easter faith which in 1996 inspired the Reverend Bob Googe, who now gives us free coffee from Jittery Joe's because he is the owner of it. He was the campus minister here starting in 1996. It was his Easter faith that inspired a vision for resurrecting this ministry because when Bob got here in 1996, the building had been closed, shut, shuttered, chains on the doors after a uh, leadership scandal with his predecessor. And for the first time, the PSC became known on campus as a place where students and faculty alike could safely disclose, question, and explore their sexuality and their gender identity without fear of marginalization or damnation. From its conception, in the minds and hearts of our spiritual ancestors 80 plus years ago, the PSC is what it is because Christ is risen. We do what we do because Christ is risen. Whether it is word and table, or coffee and queries, or a pilgrimage to the Equal Justice Initiative Memorial and Museum, participating in a Shabbat service with our Jewish friends at Hillel, everything that we do, we do because of Easter. We wouldn't even celebrate Christmas with that gigantic Christmas tree in the, uh, <laughs> in the dining hall and the new one that just arrived today. We would not celebrate the birth of Jesus if we were not first convinced of his Easter victory over death. There literally is no Christmas without Easter. In the final chapter of John's Gospel, Peter and the disciples decide to go fishing, right? Peter says, I'm going to go fishing. But they don't catch anything until the risen, uh, the risen Jesus, excuse me, I'll try to stay away from the word Lord when I can. Um, the risen Jesus says, they don't catch anything until the risen Jesus says, why don't you try the other side of the boat? Now, the disciples have been fishing all night long when Jesus shows up. Do we really believe that they just never thought to try the other side of the boat? <laughs> like, ah, this isn't working, you know? Let's just leave it here. Maybe the fish will swim over to the net. Um, no, of course, they had tried the other side of the boat. But everything we do, everything we have, is because Jesus is risen. On our own, we are unable to bring people together in any meaningful way. But at the word of the resurrected Christ, our nets are filled and we, beloved, we are gathered in. And amazed at their catch, the disciples save the overly enthusiastic Peter who puts his clothes on and jumps into the water, leaving his friends to do all of the work. The other disciples drag their overflowing net to shore only to find 
that Jesus already has a fire going and he's cooking fish of all things. Can you believe it? All of that work to drag in more fish than the whole town could eat when Jesus could have just told us to put our nets down and come eat what he brought. But no, Jesus always has to perform another miracle. Jesus, though, calmly invites the disciples to bring their own catch as well. He creates space for Peter to reverse his three previous denials, and as he does so, now with three invitations to love, the risen Christ also reveals what their miraculous catch is for. Feed my sheep, tend my flocks, feed my lambs. All that we have All that we are, all that we do, is because Christ is risen, or as we sang, because he lives. The miracle of Christ's resurrection is given to all the world without qualification. And so the abundant love and grace and welcome of the church that we believe we receive in him, it can be no different. If we are to model our life on the life of Jesus, all that we have is to be given to all the world stupid front and back. Not just to those who profess a particular creed, not just to those who look or love or live a particular way. It is for you because Christ is risen. It is for me because Christ is risen. The PSC is really a place where you can belong no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, and it is that because Christ is risen. So if you are a Christian who in this place can't quite figure out why it is or what to make of the company of atheist and agnostic and pluralistic folks at your campus ministry, first, we're so glad that you're here. We're so privileged that that we get to have a place alongside you on your journey of faith. And it is as part of that journey that we believe we are invited to welcome people of all faith and of no faith Because Jesus, a devout Jew, welcomed the Samaritan and the Syrophoenician and the Roman centurion and the tax collector, who, though Jewish, was seen as a traitor to other Jewish people. And when the powers that be in this world decided that Jesus' rejection of their in-group and out-group was causing too much trouble, and they crucified him, God raised Jesus up vindicating the life of radical, boundary-breaking welcome. If, if God were a politician, then the resurrection is God's, I'm God and I approve this message to the life and ministry of Jesus. Yeah, that needs to go on the wall too. <laughs> and so see, it is, it is precisely our resurrection faith that prevents us imposing some kind of a faith test on those who would participate in this Jesus-centered community, who would participate in and partake of the abundant blessings that flow through him in this place. Now, on the other side of that, if you are not a Christian and any of this stuff tonight comes as a surprise to you, if you were absolutely certain that PSC stood for Progressive Student Center or something like that... (laughs) (laughs) then first of all, we are so glad that you're here. 
And we are so privileged to have a place alongside you on your journey. And with all of our hearts, we mean that. And if participation in a community that describes itself as Jesus-centered or as a community of Easter faith makes you feel a little bit weird or uncomfortable, we understand that and we honor it and we stand with you in it. If participating in a communion service that implies participation in the risen life of Jesus feels disingenuous to you, it is okay not to participate. And it's worth noting that Haley and I don't believe exactly the same things about what happens at this table. We don't have, we don't have to all share the same beliefs in order to all share the same table. It is okay to change your mind about whether to participate from one week to the next. But you can always trust that we know that you know yourself well enough to make that decision for yourself. And we value you enough that we hope you will continue to participate in this community in whatever ways feel most true, most meaningful, most beautiful to you. Exactly where you are, exactly as who you are, at any moment you find yourself in this space surrounded by all of these lovely people. And you are lovely. <laughs> we are who we are because of Jesus. We do what we do and how we do it because of Jesus. We offer to you all that we do because of Jesus. And if our attention to Jesus ever reveals to us that we ought to be doing it differently, then I hope we will have the faith and courage to make changes that will bring us more fully into the new world his resurrection creates. It has created and recreated the church over and over again. And by God's grace, it is creating us anew even today so that each and every person may know that they are loved and known by the God of resurrection because they are known and loved within the resurrection community. May it be so this day and forevermore. Amen.